Welcome to the Hall of Heroes. On August 22nd comes an unprecedented global fan event. Hello, everybody. It's all DC all the time. And this is the Galactic Dads podcast, episode 36. Today, it is an all-out DC fandom exclusive show. That's all we're talking about. We're going to break down the things that we thought were awesome and uh, talk about some reactions to that and some more as we always keep our dad jokes going. So get ready, sit tight, and enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. All right, and we are back for episode 36 of the Galactic Dads Podcast. We are your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond, and that can include bits of dad advice for your dad life, comics, video games, TV shows, movies, and whatever else strikes us as worthy to talk about. So enjoy as we uh, gear up to give you what we find is the best from DC Fandom over the past weekend. I am B, I am back, and today I am joined by Jedi John to my left. How's it going? Yeah, I'm actually still pretty hyped from the weekend. Like This was a huge fan event, so pretty cool. Uh, and actually, as I go ahead and set up our GoPro, which is new, so we can put stuff on the YouTubes, why don't you guys go ahead and continue introducing yourself, and I will hook it up. Give me just a second. All right. Well, I am Laser Eric. So how's it going, guys? Rolling right along. Yes, we are. Man, this weekend. Yes. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot, a lot to take in. I think, well, it's not even I think. I know what I sent the group when everyone right. was so excited. And I said, it already smells like failure. <laughs> oh, my and God. Wait, was, what are we talking about? And I, and I was so wrong. Yeah. You know, I'm not a DC person, really. I mean, I'll, I'll dabble in it because it's there, but it's not really my bag. But after seeing the stuff that came around, I'm coming around. Yeah, it's going to be good, I think. Yeah, much more interested now than I was last week at this time. Yeah, can't wait to get into all the all the hype. You need me to manually start that? Stuff. Yeah, why don't you just get on up and manually start that bastard? <laughs> For some reason, it disconnected from the preview on my phone. So technical difficulties are always a lot of fun here on the Galactic Dads podcast. But today, as you're about to see uh, when you see us on YouTube, we are in a new studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have taken the show mobile which is a lot of fun, and we are at Studio E, which is at Laser Eric's house. Mm-hmm. By the way, tell your wife thank you for letting us uh, invade her home. Yes, thank you very much, honey, even though I know you probably won't hear me say this on the podcast, but thank you very much for your hospitality and letting us do this in the basement while you watch the kids. Appreciate it. It's uh, really a big deal. And by the way, hello, YouTube. Hello, YouTube. We uh, are setting the show up in a visual format today, which means we are coming at you panel style, which we thought was appropriate given the fact that we're covering the fandom. So, boom. Here we are. I'll do my best to sometimes look up at the camera, but also always mic night. Here we go. All right, cool. 
So one of the things that will uh, help us watch DC fandom was definitely keeping up on the social medias. Uh, tons of reactions and things were being posted constantly. Uh, and I know we were all kind of conversing. Yeah, I mean, we threw out our opinions on some of the stuff as it came out or that night, especially when we actually had time to review some of the footage that we missed. Uh, I mean, it went for 24 hours of just, honestly, most of the panels that I watched were good. Um, disappointed in a couple we'll get into later, but uh, overall, uh, very, very happy. Yeah, and those socials, by the way, we'll just go ahead and plug so you can follow us. If you want to talk to me, that's B, or most of the show, you can just hit us up at Galactic Dads, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. Uh, you can also check us out on the Patreon, which we'll tell you about later. But uh, Laser Eric, where you at, buddy? I'm Laser83Eric. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can find me on all the, all the gaming consoles and everything. I'm the same everywhere you see me. John, how about you? Yeah, find me at uh, JediJohn4 on um, Twitter there, and then uh, Arms for Legs on Xbox Live. Uh, it's Arm5, 4-Leg5. I can't believe that's the first time you spelled that out for us. I mean, I keep trying to help people out. We, we do appreciate that. <laughs> I'm here for the people. Anyway, if you dig the content that we are putting up as the people... Uh, you can check out more at www.patreon.com slash galacticdads. There you can get access to all sorts of behind-the-scenes goodies, uh, such as the exclusive After Hours um, Patreon podcast episodes, which are completely unedited and unfiltered and a lot of fun, though. We, we really get in dad trouble for, the, for a lot of those. <laughs> so don't, don't tell our wives that, that those episodes exist, and we'll all keep having a good time. But definitely go check that out. Otherwise, you are listening to the show. We appreciate it. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, iHeart Stitcher, essentially any podcasting platform, uh, do us a big favor. Rate us, review us if you're feeling extra generous. Definitely subscribe and share. That would be huge for us. We'd appreciate it. Or if you're on YouTube, check us out. Yeah, definitely. That's, uh, there's a reason we got the GoPro going over there so you guys can see us. And uh, I even took a shower, cut my hair. Well done, really. I did. I'm proud of you. I did. My wife thinks it's so, you know, she still finds me attractive, but I just do it for the show. You have the GoPros for anything. It's to keep us all hygienic, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was hot out today. I was sweating. Yeah, I was like, no I got to take care of this. I wore jeans today, and it was a bad idea. That was, ah. I saw that and thought it would be too easy to make fun of you. <laughs> mm. Anyway. All right, so we're going to keep it on moving, and we have, I know you just heard a can open, so let's do the beers of the week, and we'll let Jedi John start us off. What are you sipping on, big guy? Yeah, I went super simple this week. I went to my go-to Budweiser, um, kind of in a hurry, coming from work, so Budweiser it is. Long live the king. It's still the king. I uh, followed suit and took the lazy way out as because I beat you here. I said, hey, just pick up a 12-pack I'll share with you. So I'm also going Budweiser, but we are in the den of Laser Eric. The man always has good beers on tap. So I also have a Saugatuck Brewing Co. Blueberry Maple Stout that I'm going to jump into later. Mm -hmm. So I am drinking the Nightmare Brewing Company Drawn and Quartered. Let's see if I can get this right on the first try. Quadruple Dry Hopped Imperial India Pale Ale. Uh, this is brewed in, there's some dispute because Untapped says it's in New York. Um, the can itself says it's brewed in can in North Haven, Connecticut. And uh, it is a 10% quadruple IPA. 
Um, it's definitely a heavy beer, but uh, but I'm definitely enjoying it. And then following that up, I've got the O'Fallon Naughty Pretzel Beer. Um, one of my coworkers actually told me that I needed to pick this one up and give it a shot. And said it's probably his favorite Oktoberfest beer that he's ever had. So we're going to see if he uh, lives up to the hype. Yeah, I'm going to give you a good luck on that one. Yeah, okay. That is high praise. <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan of the Naughty. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. And I like a lot of the Oktoberfest and fall beers, even some pumpkin beers that mm-hmm. I can get through. But the naughty was just not for me. Just not, not. Yeah, any. it's not for me. This putting pretzel flavor in random things confuses the hell out of me. But I guess if it works, it works. Well, if you enjoy it, exactly, yeah, exactly. Just let me know. I will. Let me know. How's that first one you're having though? Delicious. It's really good. Um, it's definitely a heavy beer. Like you can tell, it's ten percent. But uh, but it's got a good flavor to it. That's good. That's good. My man. And as always, find us on the Untapped app. Go ahead and uh, follow us, uh, toast us, share some beers with us, and uh, we are continuing our beer journey, racking up badges, racking up beers. Mm -hmm. Each week we're adding to it. And it is a worthy endeavor to go add to those beers. So uh, I hope you guys find us on there, suggest some beers to us, and share some of the beers that we've had. But uh, that's it for the beers, guys. Oh, do a good job. I'm proud of it. Proud of it. Yeah, sometimes you just like give yourself a pat on the back. You know, you know, it, just really enjoy it. I don't think anybody really gives us enough praise for how much drinking we do on the show. Uh, so I, I just want to go ahead and make sure that we get that this week. I want to let everybody know that we really work hard at drinking. It's on definitely show. a respectable portion of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I think the hardest working part of us is our livers for the show. Let's be real. And they do such a good job. Indeed. Yeah, we're back yeah. every week. Absolutely. <laughs> like it never like happened. Magically we appear. <laughs> but anyway, uh, also something that we do all the time in a sizable section of the show is the dad vice segment. Now, we're not going to spend much time on here, uh, but I really have some good dad vice question uh, for this week, and it's very simple. Uh, last episode, we talked about the messed up sleep schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm just going to do let's go. Let's do it. You've got... Two kids. Yep. Both kind of like not far apart in age, yeah. but they're both like walking around now talking to you. They're, they're kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. So at some point you experienced dad exhaustion? Most definitely, yes. How, uh, how'd that hit and how do you get out of it? Because there are days I'm just hitting a wall. Now, are you talking about, when you say dad exhaustion, are you talking about like during the day trying to keep up with both of them or are you talking about at night or both? Both. Okay. Like, so, in the middle of the night, I'm not sleeping because I'm waking up and doing the feed the baby thing. Fine. Comes to territory. And then I'll wake up and I'll go to work. And I'm tired at work. Mm-hmm. And then work is work, so I've got to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's wearing me out. And then on the way home from work, hey, let's go ahead and hit the grocery store, pick up some stuff, you know, just whatever we need, hit that up. And then on the way home, it's not a short drive. So it's a long drive and you get home and it's high energy because the kids haven't seen you all day. So they're meeting you at the door and the dog's going nuts. You're just looking at your wife like, how can I help? You know, yeah. doing the, the dad stuff. And then by the time everything starts to just, just wind down after dinner's been made and everybody's wrangled and kids get baths and, and hug out all that. Then you just kind of look at your life. And you're like, Hey, we should spend some time together. <laughs> and then she's tired and goes to bed and you're like, cool, great. I will do something for this show. And I start to get up. I go, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. 
Yeah. But knowing because in a few hours I'm going to wake up and I have to feed the kiddo again. So it's just kind of like, how do you keep it going, man? You... Aside from like hardcore drugs, like I don't want to go there. <laughs> Luckily, I, I was able to avoid that for the most part, unless so, you count coffee as a hardcore drug. No, I don't, because if we do that, I'm pushing some hard Colombian. Oh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> so with, with us, um, with me specifically, I feel like it's one of those things where you, you get into a routine a little bit and you figure out when you can how, – how do I put this correct? When you can – you know, kind of shut yourself off even when you are doing certain things. Like you hear about people talking about deprogramming when they're driving home. You've got a longer drive home, so you've got some time that you can kind of let your mind rest. And, I mean, you know the way home. You don't really have to think about it. Um, You know, for me, it's mowing the yard. Um, I don't really enjoy lawn care. In fact, if if we're being perfectly honest, I friggin' hate it. But Dad, Dad sends... I know, I know, I know, but the grass is the most important part. No, I'm just kidding. I don't disagree, <laughs> but what I what I will say is that you know, thirty minutes to an hour when I do it once a week, that's when I can literally just completely unplug, and I don't have to think. I don't have to do anything. I can just kind of roll through it. Now, when with both of the boys, Logan was was a little bit easier because he was one. You know, he was he was one kid. And I figured out pretty quickly, okay, if I do this, 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 and this, like if I feed him, make sure he's changed right in that time frame, I can maximize my time here, and then I know I've got a good two hours of no maintenance on this end. Yep. And it's, it's all about making, with two kids, for me, in my opinion, it was all about making the easy times match up. Because if, you, if you're, you know, if, if you know you've got a high-maintenance period with the little guy, then you're already up, you're already in constant motion. It's that much easier to handle everything else that comes along. You know, an object at motion stays at motion, an object at rest stays at rest. First law? Yeah, something like that. First I law. don't remember. First law. Inertia. But, uh, <laughs> inertia. Inertia. I mean, really, it's also a speedster in the Flash universe. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really, for Full me, circle. it was all about, all about matching up their schedules a little bit and then making sure that I was cognizant of it so that I could match up mine, too. Yeah, the thing about it is with the first kid, I did not hit the, the exhaustion wall. Sure. I didn't. It was easy. I mean, she, she was easy. Uh, but now she's three. Oh, God. Wait till I tell you guys what she did this week. But she, <laughs> you know, but she's high maintenance. She's attention uh, seeking now, which is fine. She's three, whatever. But with the, you know, the newborn, that one's constantly attention seeking too. So mm-hmm. it, it's tough. So I'm just. Trying to still hit that sweet spot myself of just when can I just unplug and coast and and, so, and there are days I can like there are days it's just me and the kid it's, yeah there's two of them there <laughs> and uh, I even watched um, Matt production Matt's kiddo uh, throughout the day and it was easy it wasn't bad at all but man it's those days where you do like the grind. And then you go back to the family, and then you're still like, ooh, I need to edit an episode or put something up on the Patreon. And you're just like, ah, oh, I'm going to go to bed. I'm so here, here's the trick, too, and this this doesn't make any sense, but it's actually 100% true. And it was something Steph and I were talking about because when we were trying to figure out where to have the show and the possibility of having more kids, when you when you get to a certain point, if you have more kids of like ages, they keep each other occupied. Yeah, I'm and nowhere near that oh, point. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't. Right, nice. but he, he, here's, here's my thought process. So Kinsley's three. 
Barrett's three. If I brought Barrett over, you would not have to worry about Kinsley. That's a really good point. They would entertain each other, and then that variable is to the side for the time being. And it's the, taken care of. Yeah. Then you pulled the dad move of listening for either silence or loud noises. Everything in between is fine. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So just to real quick calculate what I'm going to deal with when I uh, <laughs> enjoy my first... Um, I should just chug this beer now or just, uh, you know, like just you be ready for it. I think it's simple to say that the first is easy. I think, uh, yeah. I think your first was easy because you were working nights still at the time, though. Like you, you say that because you're like, I had a night shift. Yeah, I did. But also, though, you're up all kinds of hours in the night anyway. No, I'm not. What, are you what, talking about? what time what? do you go to bed? Before midnight if I can. Okay, what time do you wake <laughs> up? Seven or eight. Yeah. So, yeah, so what, I'm going to wake up. You'll, you'll I'm going right. to have to wake up. What, what you'll find is, with especially with a newborn and with a little one, you will plan your life two hours at a time. Mm-hmm. That I'm is like, true. Okay, so you break your got, day into 12. We've got little guys settled over. Mm-hmm. We've got two hours. What are we going to do? Yeah. You know, when, when Logan was a baby, that was when I first started getting into smoking meat and barbecuing and stuff. I wasn't sure you were going to say meat. <laughs> there it was. I was there. Like, <laughs> crack? No. Um, and also, also into homebrewing and stuff like that. And when you know how much time you need oh, for time. something, then, you know, it says, okay, if I, if I can get Logan to take a nap and I know I'm going to get two hours right here, what can I get done in those two hours? Or... More importantly, how much rest can I catch up on in those two hours? Mm-hmm. Because you know you've got that. And then when it's gone, you can move to your next two hours. Okay, now what? But also it's easier, especially with the first one, because you're going two-on-one coverage, right? Mm-hmm. You're right, right. When you switch to man-man, it gets, it gets a little dicier, especially if you've been at work all day and your wife has graciously been home with the kids all day. Like you just walk in and look at her and go, Hey, you need a break. You need to go to Target or something, or oh, are you saying the old fellow naughty's nasty? Yeah, I can't do this. Hey, I'm rem- sorry. Remember, excuse me. For remember, a remember when I told you good luck? Yeah, <laughs> that was that's what I was talking about. You know, it's bad if he won't even suffer through it. <laughs> and he trips on a child's toy. It was just not good. It's, it's not. It's not your fault. It's, it's, it's not, not his fault. It's, it's, not, just, it's no big deal. It's, it's pretzels shoved into a beer. I can't help it. That's not good. Sorry, so, sorry, O'Fallon Brewery. I like a lot of stuff you do. The naughty is not it. I like the vanilla pumpkin. Don't care for the pumpkin. Yeah, it's just not. I, I don't know what it is. It's it's a weird aftertaste or something. I I just can't. Have you tried the naughty yet, Brandon? I haven't. Oh gosh. Well, you want to? There it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to see the face real quick. All right. I even gave it. I even gave it the good old like. I'm gonna taste it twice because maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think I was missing it. See what it what it tastes like to me. Yeah. Here we go. Smells like Annie Ann's at the mall. <laughs> well, it yeah, tastes it, like if only it was that good. It tastes like like Coors Light or Bud Light, and then you're eating a super pretzel out of the microwave. Yeah, that aftertaste is not good. Yeah, the aftertaste hits you like a brick. Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's gonna try to get it because I gave it the good old two two go, and it still is just not good. I couldn't get through it. I yeah. finished the one I bought because I told myself I'd finish it. it. You know what? Let me give you the re- here's my response to this beer. Something's yeah, wrong. I, Awful. Something's I gotta, not right. I got to issue my apologies to to the brewery because I love ninety nine percent of the beers they make. That's but this the one, one. Just ain't my thing. Man. That is the Can't one. Can't do it. Sorry, right. O'Fallon Brewery. Naughty's not Sorry. great. Okay. 
Yeah, we're just going to move Sorry. on. What'd you get instead? Uh, grab the Crane Brewing Company Hibiscus Lemon Saison, Belgian style ale with hibiscus and lemon. I'll just go ahead and update no, the. That sounds uh, pretty good, yeah. Just update that now on the untapped. No pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is the dad advice, and I'm just going to be honest with everybody. It's, it's scary, it's tough. I, what I keep telling myself, though, is you get through it. Yeah, you're 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 gonna rise above all of the challenge that you have easily. And then uh and then you look at your kid. Oh, by the way, my kid is angry all the time. Kent, that dude just dude, stares at me pissed off and Lee, I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah, Lee put a picture up. He has got a scowl, man. He does. That like, is impressive. It's not even it's like it's the face of Lex Luthor when Superman first showed up in Metropolis. Just on happy i want to put klingon forehead ridges on his head for two reasons <laughs> number one because i think the scowl would be impressive and number two because i think if i put something star trek on your kid you might have an aneurysm nah i'd be okay <laughs> with it as long as it wasn't a red shirt we're fun well yeah that's true that's true so anyway uh i did want to mention real quick what my daughter said even though so far this week we have kept it as a good clean family friendly show my three-year-old broke the family friendly code and said under her breath to my wife, when my wife told her she had to wait for chocolate milk, and I quote, such a bitch. Oh, my, oh my God. My wife texted me while I was at work and said, your daughter, I said, yep, she's in trouble, <laughs> said, oh such a bitch, when I told her she had to wait. And I was like, there's no way. How does she even know that phrase? So I, I, I told her, I said, okay, well, when I get home, tell her I'm going to have a conversation with her. So I pulled my first ever wait till your father gets home. Oh, no. Nice. This is my very first ever wait till your father gets home. Was it exciting for you? Not really. Because like, I was just trying not to laugh as, <laughs> and figure out where she even figured that phrase from. Because I don't even say that. YouTube. Yeah, right. She has been watching a lot of YouTube lately. So I get home and I say, hey, Kinsley, she's all excited to see me running out of the door, jumping up. I said, okay, okay, it's good to see you. Good to see you. But I have to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get in trouble today? Well, Kinsley was just saying for mil- No, no, Kinsley. What? She speaks in third person, by the way. <laughs> Did you get in trouble with mommy? Yeah. What'd you say? And she hit me with this like sly smirk. And I was like, what did you say? Kinsley says such a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I go. And it was in that moment. I go, ooh, she really does know that phrase. It removed all doubt. And I had to chastise her. I was like, that is not something you say to grownups. You never say that to mommy. But Kinsley, nope. Nope. Like I had to like, (laughs) yeah, there's no, there's no coming back. I thought about like, like, am I supposed to like, Am I like supposed to spank her? I'm like, no, we're too far after the fact for her to even connect that. So no, but I just have to like let her know that that is not okay. But she remembered what she said, so maybe it wasn't too she, far. She did remember what she said. It was hilarious, uh, but of course I didn't laugh at all. And I'm gonna have to figure out why that shuts off after 15 yeah. minutes. It actually might not be because the screen goes black on the GoPro, but it keeps recording and it breaks everything into like 12 minute segments. So we'll just let it ride and see what happens. All Whatever right. happens, happens. Yep. If not, bye, YouTube. Bye. Oh, we got videos to real, post still. It's been fun. Ah, we'll keep doing it. Or we'll just 
get a different camera, whatever. Yeah, we'll figure it out. It's cool. We'll use that one. I do kind of like this panel style. It's I'm not, digging it too. I yeah, it's it's kind of nice. It's different. It's a nice different. Normally different, we stare yeah. at each other. I wonder if this would help Justin talk into the I mic. I was just thinking, like, then he doesn't have to worry about who he's looking at. But right, then you just look <laughs> straight ahead. But then we also well, Matt could also use that help too because he'll turn and That's stare true. at us. He might do that on a panel too. By the way, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but intern Justin has been active on the Twitter this evening. Oh he's yeah, going pretty hard. Yeah, he's yeah. very very excited about. The he topic is. of conversation. He tonight. is absolutely. Speaking of the topic of conversation, let's get into it, man. Hell yeah! There was we have a lot to cover. There's a shit ton to cover, and we just need to get right into it. Uh, so, DC fandom happened this weekend. Went live on the 22nd on Saturday, and started off with a bang. Uh, we pulled up some of the stuff that we enjoyed the most with our highlights. And uh, where do you want to start? I just want to start with the one that just blew my mind first. Which means which one? The first one. Oh. And that, I mean, we'll probably end up doing it chronologically throughout the day. That's fine. But uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Just, I know we've seen trailers for this and we've seen stills and we've even talked about it on the show because we had all this time waiting for it. Um, but to be able to see Cheetah. That actually looked better than Cats. Yeah, and she is it Cheetah or Chitara? Che- it's Cheetah. Cheetah. Chitara Sorry, is, is uh, man, Thundercats. Uh, under, Thundercats, thank you very much. Ho! Ho! Yeah, but this is Cheetah um, played by the Kristen Wiig, the Kristen Wiig, uh, which I wasn't sure about that fan cat. Stand. She looks dark in there. She does. Like It looks like she goes down a pretty dark path. Uh, but, of course, she goes full Cheetah. I was wondering if yeah. they were going to go full cheetah, and they do, and it looks really cool. It was very comic book, like it was pretty true. Yeah, yeah, very I true. would agree with that. It it looked, it actually, I, I was taken aback when I saw Cheetah show up. Yeah, for a second I thought, what's cats doing here? Never right, right. At first, it's like, better. what the hell? Is, it's oh, better. wait a minute. Okay, so I'm I'm going to be the one to say it. Did anybody look at the trailer to see if you can see Cheetah's butthole? No, because no, that's the cut of cats no one's asking for. But they got it, anyway. and I don't think we want that in Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> I'm sure there's a select few out there who are begging for it, but well, it's Kristen Wiig now, so it, I mean, some people might want it. Yeah, some people are begging for that. I'm sure. Guys, no one needs to see an animated cat's beehole, okay? Well, somebody on the internet is asking says for that, you. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's a whole channel on some adult sites that we will not get into and just keep on moving. And now that we're talking trash on it, they're not following the podcast. Oh, oh darn. actually, <laughs> they might stick around and be like, I think they're going to name a site, though. I might, <laughs> I might want to know. But it was fun to see uh, Chris Pine back. Yes. Uh, when my wife saw that on the trailer, she goes, ooh. Oh, yeah, now she wants to go see the yeah, movie. Yeah, we can watch that. And of course you can. And I go, yeah, we can go watch that because <laughs> Wonder Woman's on there, and she's still looking incredible. Mm, yeah. She is an Amazon gal. Mm, so good to see you back, and you really make that suit look incredible. And she still looks classy. Even the scenes where she's, like, dressed up at balls or whatever. <laughs> balls. Um, she looks <laughs> very just – she's just a classy lady. She really is. She's mm-hmm. perfect for the casting of Diana. I, I don't think they could have done any better. I would agree with that. that is, there's nothing in any of the, like in the first Wonder Woman movie or in the trailers or anything that is over-sexualized or anything like that 
which is nice. Yeah, which is a, a stark contrast to a lot of the other stuff that comes out. I mean, I really think that there's a lot of movies that are making sure that they don't over-sexualize things at this point in life. I mean, yes. that's not the point of most of it. Right. Which and is Wonder, good. And Wonder Woman, uh, very specifically, is very much a, this woman's the hero yes. type movie. So. Yeah, she's the protagonist that is winning the day without having her boobs almost fall out, which is unfortunate but good. Like this is <laughs> I want I want Wonder Woman and specifically Wonder Woman 1984 to be a movie I can take my daughter to see, right? And have her be like, "Yeah, I'm Wonder Woman," you know, much like Captain Marvel was. You yeah. mean you don't want like a barbed wire? No. <laughs> I right, thought of, right. that's I was like, "Am I going to make that mid-90s terrible movie yes. reference please make the Good reference did. Yeah, 13 no year old you loved barbed wire pam anderson was so great reasons 13 year old me would have told you she was a good actress well of course i mean if she would have had a comedy she might have made it happen <laughs> i think that movie could have been made today and done well because everybody would have watched it for what it is yeah just mm, not not just that a parody exact, not yeah, a parody maybe a parody yeah i don't know that they could do it with her in that outfit right now but you know CGI has come a long way. There's still plenty of plenty of uh, actresses that could pull it off. Yeah, there's always someone to take the mantle. There, there is. Uh, but you know, talking about barbed wire kind of is a little nostalgic. You're talking about '90s. I think that's a big concept that Wonder Woman 1984 is nailing. It looks oh, like yes. they're they're really riding that '80s nostalgia wave. Yes, I'm sure everybody at the studio would have preferred the movie to have come out already because uh, we're kind of getting a little further away from it now but that's okay it might bring it back but seeing yeah, it's, a, it's a third pushback now technically if not more uh but to be able to see chris pine in parachute pants <laughs> is hysterical <laughs> that part of the preview is awesome. that was funny and and gal in those those shoulder pads man she looks like she's ready to be on designing women <laughs> as a as a long throwback tv show by the way mm-hmm but no, I was super excited to see more of Wonder Woman 1984. Super glad to see just a longer extended trailer and happy to see more of Cheetah. And of course, it's that super cool golden armor suit that Wonder oh Woman wears gosh. did look badass. Looks great. Looks great. And it looks like they do have the invisible jet Yeah, in the film. So yep. that's even cooler. Saw that in the trailer, yep. I wonder if she's going to let Steve fly it. Uh, I would think so. You would hope so. Yeah. Um, Definitely cool. I did love that part of the trailer when he was taking, uh, what do you mean, radar? I I forgot to tell you about radar. (laughs) The way I fly, no one can see us. Uh, Well, they have radar. What do you mean, radar? What's that? (laughs) Yeah. That was good. I do look forward to seeing that. So I I do like how they're adding some humor. I mean, uh, we didn't really try to add humor into the Justice League, and it didn't wait. Yeah, I mean, it just the didn't. tone was off. Yeah, so I'm hope I'm hoping that this humor lands the right way consistently. I, th- I think it will. I think the, it will too. the points where they had humor in the first Wonder Woman movie worked out well. Um, the scene where he's naked and healing on Themyscira, right? And she goes, "Are you was it average? Are you are you like the average man? Is this what all men look like?" And he looked down with his shimmering wet six pack. It was like not. All men look like me. <laughs> I was like, you bastard. Knock it off. Setting the bar a little high there, okay? But good for you. Yeah, good for you, buddy. All right, calm down. Save some for the rest of us. Congratulations, and now we hate you. Mm. 
Uh, but my wife loves them, and that's great because that means I'm going to get to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool to see Patty Jenkins, uh, the director, yes. on the panel and to be able to talk with some. Well, I know she talked to Gal. I was kind of in the middle of dealing with kids, so I missed out on a good chunk of this one, which was hurtful. Um, did anybody catch that panel? No, but I, there was a I lot. Of, I will just say there was a lot of great panels where it was. I mean, you guys listen to the director, and my favorite panel will come up in a minute here. But uh, it was really nice to see the directors get on and just interact with the actors and see that. I mean, I bet, the chemistry. I bet we have the same favorite panel. I'm pretty then. sure we're close. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but we will get to that one in a little bit. Um, but Wonder Woman 1984 is looking good. Uh, let's talk about the other movie that Wonder Woman's in that I can't believe it is coming out. Although we called this very early on in the podcast when HBO Max was kicking off and we said, I bet you, I bet you they do it. I bet you they release it onto HBO Max. And we we're talking about the Snyder Cut. And we also bet that we they would split it up, which we were all hoping they wouldn't. But it sounds like they they will. Not confirmed 100% yet. But, yeah, it's, it's looking like they will. Uh, but yeah. the panel for Justice League and Snyder Cut was cool because it gave us, yet again, another awesome trailer. And in it, we get to see Darkseid in his full glory, which, I'm going to be honest, uh, that's, uh, I was a little underwhelmed. And Darkseid? I was a little underwhelmed with what Darkseid looked like in that trailer. Well, I think uh, in a trailer you might minimize him a little bit. Because he might blow up with powers during the movie. And you don't want to give everything away. Yeah, so hopefully they're showing him as, what, Uaxis claiming yeah. the powers or something. Like, kind of giving you a little backstory on him before he goes full-blown, multi-dimensional world conqueror that we know right. and love. That's what I'm wondering is going to happen, too. I'm wondering if they're holding back a little bit. In the I trailers. hope so. I mean, if, if they're doing this in a multi-episodic type of thing, I mean, they've got more than enough time and more than enough footage to build him into something incredible. I certainly hope they do. Yeah. Because I cannot deal with another Steppenwolf. Well, I mean, <laughs> even the Steppenwolf we saw, we, didn't we see Steppenwolf in, in, the, in the trailer? But it was more CGI on him. We, we saw like, yeah, his he looked true, a little his, different. His different concept. That's right. So, I mean, we did see him still. So, And he should be a minor villain. He should not be the major villain in the, in the movie. I mean, no. maybe in the movie, similar to MCU, you had like Loki in the first Avengers, and then you had Thanos overseeing. So, I don't mind the major minor, but in the version we got, we only got the minor. Well, and the and the major minor only works if you have a strong foundation that you're building on. Yeah, the MCU which, built Iron Man, Thor. I mean, even the you know, the first Thor movie being what it was, I mean, it built a foundation that built good faith. I mean, right, right. now, DC isn't exactly riding that same They're wave. not in the same space, yeah. No. And I think they should not, because they're having success not in that wave. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking the Snyder Cut, it's very much in that vein. Except sure. for they wanted to do it all right out of the gate. Um, I'm excited to see that, though, just because I okay. want to see what we missed. Are you more excited that it's going to be a four-part, one-hour special each time, or do you want it in one one sitting still? I still I, want, I want it in one, one sitting. That's one in one. I'll watch a four-hour movie. I said that before, and I will 100% watch it. I'll watch it anyway, but I might wait until it's all out so I don't have to wait 
And I wonder how many people are going to do that the exact same way. Because I don't want an hour long. I don't. And then wait wait for a week until I get the next part. Yeah, because you're going to sit there for a week pissed off that you watch the first hour. Yeah. And how do they chop it up? Do I have to wait for... You know, Superman to hang out with Lois and, and his mom on the farm as yeah. they hug in the cornfield and then it goes I'm in sure they've part got three. A, I'm sure they've like, got I separated to four acts, but I'm, at the same time, like... Nah, yeah, I don't want to do that. This Just reminds me, the me whole a lot thing. of, and, and you know, this might be dating myself, I am the old man on the show, but this reminds me a lot of when VHS tapes... You know, had three uh, or four hour yes. movies yeah. on two tapes. And split them up. And they always split them up in weird places. And no matter how hard they tried, you know, one of, one of my favorite movies is is the movie Heat. It's oh, about I three really, hours, 15 minutes. I really thought you were going to say Titanic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <But> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> stupid bitch with the door. But anyway. God, um, that movie gets me harder than the iceberg. <laughs> let me tell you. But where they always chopped up those two two VHS tape movies never really made sense. Yeah. And that's why I wonder, you know, having this in four parts, where are you chopping this up? Yeah. It's almost like they got to make a TV show and say, hey, we're going to lead into it and leave, leave them on a cliffhanger. But are, right. is, are, are there three cliffhangers that you can leave us on? Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Is it going to be a cliffhanger or is it going to be a, hey, this is where we're at. Okay, we'll see you next week. Or are they thing. forcing it? Because it's the Schneider cut. Like, I, I mean... The Snyder right. Cut for me, like it was, we knew it was, we knew parts existed, but obviously they went back, cleaned it up, and then they're like, uh, "Are we going to add to this? Do you think they added to it?" That's another good question. But this also goes back to what we were just talking about. If this was an MCU situation where right. they were doing this, would we be asking the same questions? Absolutely not. No, nope. no, because they got it first and they did it right first. And yeah. they did it right. That's yeah. the biggest thing. They did it right. In answer to John's question, though, I asked. Absolutely think because they got a what twenty million dollar budget, yeah, something like that. Just just to, to release back. the Snyder cut, yeah. So yeah, I think they are going to add a few things. They'll probably do some nice editing touches to give it the end of this week. Wait for next week or however they release it. Uh, so I definitely think they're going to try and soften that. Uh, I don't know how much money it's going to cost them to strip away some CGI uh, or the lighting that and right. the, the over rendered uh, Justice League that we got. Um, so who knows? I think there's going to be a lot of changes, and we'll just see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But as far as I think we've talked about the, the Snyder Cut ad nauseum, I'm in previous shows, but uh, yeah. for nothing else, I was excited for this trailer because it it did it to the tune of Hallelujah, which <laughs> that was my favorite part. I, I said that before the show. I'm like, I can't believe they put that that song behind it. That's Phenomenal! I think like, that was totally appropriate because this, getting this thing out is just a miracle in itself. And so many, so many fans have been prompting this, and obviously the petitions and everything else for the Schneider cut on Twitter, everything else. Like, I they, mean, they had a billboard in Times Square for God's sake. They did, and I mean, they went hard for it, and they finally got it. So, like, good for you, fans. You can will the production companies to do what you want them to. So. Keep doing it, and uh, we'll be excited when it comes out. Uh, the panel did really well, obviously. It was one of the most viewed panels that they had over the over the weekend, so for good reason. What, man, very deserved. Also, they had a great time slot. Oh, well, naturally. I mean, they had to. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. when you've got that big of stuff, you, you put it in the prime time. 
All right. Oh, yeah. So closing remarks on the Snyder Cut uh, portion. What do you guys think? Excited to see it. I want to mm-hmm. see it in one episode, though. Yeah. I think I agree. Yeah, I agree, too. I might wait until all four are out, and then I'll watch it. Um, next up that they, that they did that I was super excited to see, uh, this is about the time that I was able to tune in because I remembered, like, it's going on and my kid's napping and I can still log in. Um, I logged in just in time to see the reveal of the uh, Batman Arkham Origins, I guess, sequel, but not a sequel, uh, but Gotham Knights, which is the new video game from, was it? It was Warner Mar- Montreal. But now it's just Warner Interactive, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, so they showed the trailer for the game, which looked incredible. And then they also showed about seven, what was it eight, seven to eight minutes of gameplay? Yeah, it was close to 10 minutes of, of actual gameplay footage as well. And that looked awesome. Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. And it's cool because the entire game, you can do the whole game uh, as a co op adventure, which is awesome. Which is really cool. That was new. That's new for the Batman series. Well, it was a feature that was introduced in, I think, Arkham Knight. It was like downloadable content or something. You could do a co-op, and then it just, for whatever reason, sucked, and the developer pulled it because it was just glitchy and buggy and terrible. Uh, So you wound up playing that as a solo game, which was still awesome. I I love all the Arkham games. But it looks really cool that they made this like from the jump the core aspect of the game. I'm very excited about that. I think that's a market that is underrepresented in video games right now. So having a co-op, an online co-op multiplayer game that you can play in this, I think that's going to make a huge wave. I also think it's really cool just to have like the normal like two-person co-op so you could play it with the person sitting next to you. Yeah. I haven't had that much fun doing that since Army of Two. Oh, that was a great <laughs> game. Back Army in like 2008. Oh, Long t- yeah, it's been a I while for that. Love that game. That game was so much fun, uh, and to be able to do that as one of the characters of Batman's support team, yeah, is cool. It's also cool that you will not be playing as Batman in this game. Yeah, there's the, the four side character. Well, not, I, I say side characters, but really, you've got what Nightwing. You've got Nightwing, Batgirl, Batgirl, Robin, and Red and, Hood, right? and Red Hood, Jason yeah. Todd, and that's phenomenal. Like because in all the previous Arkham games, it's always been. You're just Batman. So getting the co-op mode is great. I really wish they'd expand it to let you free world adventure with three or four, like, in the same. Like, how sweet would that be if you did? Like, you and your buddies? Like, if if you you all had to pick a character, obviously, like, old-school arcade style, like, you only get one character, but you are Robin and your Nightwing and your uh, Red Hood or Batgirl, whatever you want. And then you enter a house for uh, or a building. It's like, like the a, level. Yeah, it's like a level. You enter the level, and it's your team is taking down S- something like a shared world, like what what exactly. GTA Online. Oh does yeah, GTA exactly. Like that. Just like GTA. that's essentially what it will be. It, it, it looks yeah. like it's going to be open world from the jump. Yeah, I hope they expand it to more than just co op, like just more than two two players. Obviously, like uh, like I my brother lives with me. And it would be awesome to climb on uh, this game with him and say, hey, we're going to work together and go through this. That's great. I want to add in a third or fourth player. Just like yeah, old arcade games. Yeah. You, when you talk about like 
old school games like the X-Men arcade or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the Ninja like, Turtle arcade game. Sign me up for four players. Let's go. Heck yeah. Let's roll through this together. The, yeah, even think COD about can do it. and every, I th- I, You can play multiplayer with COD. Like There are ways to do just it. Go back, go back to that form of play, which yeah. would be fun. But this game looks just stoked because it looks like the Court of Owls are going to be... They're going to make an appearance. I can't wait. Probably the main villain, really. I hope so. I hope so. The gameplay footage that we saw uh, had Batgirl taking on Mr. Freeze. Yep. Yeah. Even that was badass. Um, But to see possibly the Court of Owls everywhere is even better. And they should be everywhere because they are everywhere. That's the the thing. They're everywhere. They should be everywhere. So definitely want to see that. That's our first look in a game, right? Yes. That's the very first look. And this game is a foundation that they can use. I mean, as I'm going to use the, the, the bad word here and say downloadable content or additional oh, content. Yeah. Here it comes. But, you know, you're Take talking about... Take my money. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Court of Owls. You're talking about Mr. Freeze. Well, then what if they want to, you know, make a Scarecrow DLC? God, I hope so. Or, yeah, I mean, they, they could really... The possibilities are a little endless. That's the beauty of an open-world co-op type game like that. You know, you could have a DLC at some point. Maybe they're going to add another support character that you can play as a playable character or another villain or both. That sounds exactly like what they did with the Arkham games. Yeah, Arkham Knight, what you're explaining, is exactly what they did. Yeah, because right now the the game developers are making their money off of keeping people playing, whereas they didn't used to do that. used to be just, okay, buy the title. Okay, you're done with that title. That's cool. We'll make a sequel. Now it's, okay, you're, you're done with it for now. Let's bring you back. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. I mean, you, you get the right subject matter, you get the right characters, and you get the right, the most important thing is you get the right gameplay model where people are actually enjoying it. Then And people there you come go. back to that. Oh, no, no kidding. They'll come back to it over and over again. All right. So uh, I would love to talk about Gotham Knights for a while, but they'll turn this into a <laughs> two and a half, three hour long uh, podcast. Yeah, exactly. We'll uh, be here all night. So let's, let's keep it moving. Let's talk about the Flash panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, this panel was interesting because, um, well, um, Ezra Miller just looked like a homeless man. He yeah. looks like he needs this movie to come out because he was rough looking. <laughs> I'm not being mean. I'm just saying I walked across and I saw him on the panel. I was like, who's this homeless guy? That was, yeah. Oh, my God, that's Barry Allen. He needs a movie to come out because he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> But it was cool. It was cool to see his uh, new costume. Yes. And uh, it was even cooler to see where that new costume came from. So uh, it was well, it was already kind of revealed that Michael Keaton's Batman would be in this Flash movie and he would interact with Flash. But it looks like he makes Flash's new suit. Yeah, I saw that too. I like that. Which is very cool. And it also looked like uh, they confirmed that Ben Affleck will be back as Batman in this Flash movie as well. So it's very clear that uh, they're going to have this Flash running through the multiverse. Yeah, and I think they need to have something like that to make it interesting. I think what happened was the Flash TV show on the CW Arrowverse, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, really set this up nicely with their crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. And uh, the interaction between the shows and even having Ezra Miller as the Flash show up on that was huge. Just kind of gave everybody a hint of what's to come, and they really are going for it. They're going to just exploit the multiverse in the DC 
um, film universe, whatever you want to call it, it's it's just now a multiverse. We're getting all these different stories with all these different characters, uh, same characters, different actors, different universes, which is great. And I'm very excited to see how they kind of let the Flash circumnavigate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this was the big announcement for the multiverse was the Flashpoint movie. So yes, um, but I'm very very excited because they reiterated the multiverse multiple times throughout the day. And they really brought it all in to say, we have everything. Like, all of these characters, all of these um, different personas, recastings, everything. Like, they're all in the multiverse in some way. Everything's on the table. Yeah. They're like, it does not matter who it was, when it was. It's in there. Because just a different timeline. Just call it a different timeline, and that's it. And that's so great to me. Yeah. It, it, It just... It makes me happy. That's because now you got Val Kilmer still mm-hmm. still as Batman. You got Michael Keaton still a Batman. You you've got even better. You still exactly. have Christopher Reeves as Superman. I thought you were gonna still say George <laughs> Clooney's Batman still. <laughs> I no, I, I wasn't gonna do that. Um, <laughs> but he's there, still but, there. He can ev- be Bruce Wayne. But everybody is is still in the world in yeah. some way. Yeah, and exists. even though the directors weren't connected, even though the storylines weren't connected. Now it is in some way. Do you know why that's just genius and so fantastic? Because every one of those movies that were made has its own genre of fans, its own, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, not genre, generation of fans. There are people who grew up with Adam West and say Adam West is Batman. There are people who grew up and will say George Clooney, for better or worse, is their Batman. Do people actually say Wait, do people I don't, say I don't, I don't think so. Um, I'm sorry. What age would you have to be to say that? Eight? <laughs> Eight when the movie came out? Yeah, but even then, I was that little, <laughs> and as soon as I saw Christian Bale, I was like, no, no, that's Batman. There you go. Um, but you can still have the Christian Bale Batman. You can have it all. You, But as far as fans, you're uniting that fandom. Say, hey, you love that one? Guess what? They're still there, baby. You can go yeah. check it out. They're there could anytime. you only imagine, you know, we, we've obviously seen what they've announced, but could you only imagine this movie comes out and Christian Bale's in it and nobody knew it? Or something that, like that. That would Honestly, be hard. That, that would be the person that I would expect to see there and not know about it. Right. And I was yeah, using, yeah, I, I was using as him as an example. But but think about that. There's nothing saying that they couldn't do that. Yeah. You know, Schwarzenegger's Mister Freeze pops up and says something cheesy in the middle of the movie. I'm so. If old. he if he, <laughs> if he if if Arnold showed up and did that, I'd laugh and say, God. So terrible, and (laughs) just move on. Hopefully, hopefully, I get to move on. I'm over here just hoping that uh, Liam Neeson just kind of walks by as Raja Ghoul. Maybe he steps over Danny DeVito's corpse as Penguin or something. Yeah, doesn't even do anything. Just says, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Keeps going. (laughs) He's just like, "What the what?" (laughs) I will look for you. I will find. No, 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 nope, nope, not that one. Wrong, not that one. My bad. You burn. Mindful of the living force. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> you never learn to mind your multiverse surroundings. Uh, he's on board. Okay, we're good. <laughs> so Liam Neeson does a check mark, or I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was super cool to finally get kind of a more, I guess, a confirmation of all the stuff that we've been seeing around the internet, and now to know that that certainly is the plan coming from DC proper. And I do have one question because I know obviously the Flashpoint. It's a Flash's movie. But does this no. feel like it's going to be Batman's movie? Uh, well, a little bit. But um, I'm asking, do you think we're going to get multiple flashes? 
or is it because Flash controls it? It's going to be him. I think it will be because he's controlling it and he's the character doing the running. Yeah. It's going to be just him. But do you think he's going to run into any other flashes? I think it would not be surprising if he did. Right. Okay. That's fair. I would love if they call I always forget the actor's name. I apologize from a Flash uh, DC um, show. But if they brought Grant, him in. Uh, yeah. I, Justin Grant. Something like that. Close to that. So, but if he popped in the movie for a minute, that'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. I mean, I just that'd think be it'd be cool because cool. I mean they're getting ready to what shoot season seven. Which, yes, yeah, we're getting yeah. to in a second here, obviously, but yeah. Um, no, but that panel was cool because we saw the director uh, Andy Muschietti and the screenwriter Christina Hodson, who also did the Birds of Prey and Bumblebee, uh, and they confirmed that all of this traveling through time to change the multiverse is occurring. Uh, but it really it just opened up everything. It confirms it, all of it. So we are very stoked for that. Get excited, everybody. I'm We're excited. excited. I'm super yeah. excited. I think it's going to be a really, really fun <laughs> ride. And like I said, I was expecting epic failure coming out of this. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah. I was. I was super worried about this. I was like stuff. they're still doing this. Oh god! Yeah, when we were first talking about it, when you put that up, it's like, yeah, I, I'm not that interested. And then stuff kept popping up. Yeah, like okay, I'm gonna shut up. And I, I'm just gonna I, all watch. of a sudden, I watched a trailer, and then I watched another trailer, and then I saw a panel, and I'm like, right. oh wait, okay, well, I can get behind this. Yeah, exactly. Um, the one thing that I was not expecting to see so much of, but I was super, super happy. I was turned out to be my favorite panel. Um, and damn near almost my favorite trailer, although I think it's pretty obvious what my favorite trailer is going to be, and we'll talk about that when we get there. But the Suicide Squad panel was incredible. Yes. Oh, my gosh. All the announcements. Dude, with James Gunn just running the whole thing from jump. He run the whole roster. And how many characters are just straight-up actors? There were 18 actors from the film, which, first of all, 18. Are you kidding me? That's insane. That's Incredible. Hey, let's just uh, pull an Infinity War right now. Right. Boom. <laughs> boom. And then you get to see kind of how the movie's going to look, and you get returning characters from Suicide Squad, which, like it or love it, most people don't, um, was still had some shining moments. And those shining moments, let's just go ahead and call them for what they are, was definitely Amanda Waller, Viola mm-hmm. Davis, yep. definitely Harley Quinn. Yep. She's back. We had... Um, Rick Flagg, who is played by... Oh, gosh. That's the guy that I plays know, Gaston. And no, 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 no. That's Luke Evans. Um, oh. Joel Kinnaman. Yes. Uh, and he's back. And then you get the addition of none other than Idris Alba himself. Who's the uh, um, Captain Boomerang? He's back, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jai Courtney. Yes. he did. I think he did a good job in the he first did, movie. He so. did a good job, so it's good to see him back. And then you get to see James Gunn's brother... Oh, yeah. yeah. He's Weasel. Oh, shoot. It's Weasel. Yeah. yeah. There oh. it is. Yeah, so we're also a, have it up on the screen. That is a it's creepy. It's very creepy. But then it doesn't stop there. You've got, like, uh, the Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Which, what? Are yeah. you kidding me? Then you have John Cena. John Cena as yeah, Peacemaker. John Cena showing up. Which is absolutely ridiculous. I had no idea he was involved in the project. Um, you had Michael Roker. Oh, Really? Yes. I don't think I saw him on that list. Oh, he's in the panel, and he is hard to miss. I forget exactly who he plays. Um, but 
Idris Elba is Bloodsport, which is huge because I thought he was going to play Bronze Tiger, but him as Bloodsport is even better. Uh, and then I had no idea that Pete Davidson was even attached to this project, and he's going to play Blackguard. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. I missed that too. Um, so my big my big question is like, how are they going to use all these? I'll call them villains because they're villains, but how are they yeah. going to use all these heroes for this movie? I mean, how? So, for instance, obviously in the first Suicide Squad, we lost um, what Slingshot right away, right? Yeah, Slingshot, Slipknot, whatever his name was. Slipknot, Slingshot. Oh, yeah, whatever. Slipknot. Slipknot. Yeah. Um, so we lost him right away, right? Mm-hmm. So how many people are going to are we, are we going to oh, lose? This, this are we going to lose go be, before the say the halfway point of the movie when we like okay we're finally getting to the plot and. Oh, these heroes just don't want to comply. Yeah, so who they're are getting blown off. First ten minutes. Well, they exactly. essentially, uh, James Gunn essentially called this a 1970s war movie with uh, comic book characters. Oh wow! And I believe yeah, it. Yeah. Just come some of the behind the scenes footage they showed you. It is full blown battle zone. Yeah, and they are going at. And some of the characters just look so ridiculous. I, it's perfect. One I of the love first it. first thing I saw was uh, Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Looking straight at the camera, how do they do that? And like, when you think about him, like he's been in so many films, shows, whatever. Like, for him to say, how are they going to do that? And then it happens. You know, the stunts are going to be just mind awesome. blowing. Just mind yeah, blowing. Just like, mind blowing. You know, that's it's something that he's never seen that technique before, which means it's it's going to either be well. I'll give I'll give it the benefit of the doubt too. It'll either be really really good. Or it'll just fall flat. I hope it lands really, really good because I want I want the Suicide Squad to be successful. I want it to win. Yeah, I really want it to win. I think one way or another, we can all agree that it's probably going to borderline on ridiculous. But the same uh, way that's good thing. Exactly. Be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I want it to be ridiculous. Yeah. I don't want it to be conventional or anything. That's not the kind of movie it should be by any means. Yeah, Suicide Squad's the least yeah, conventional thing. Suicide Squad the, should be like if Borderlands made a movie. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this <laughs> exactly. is pretty. That's an excellent way to describe yeah. that. Yeah, it looks oh. like James Gunn's definitely just fully embracing that aesthetic and going for it. And I love that he got back in the game. I love that he didn't walk away from it once Marvel rehired him. Right. Yeah. I was scared that that might happen, and for, he is. Totally on yeah. board with this Obviously project. Obviously, he, he was let go it. from Guardians of the Galaxy and signed with DC immediately, and then Disney realized that, you know what? Those yeah, tweets we weren't still, that bad. Yeah, maybe we're okay. Up. And they're old enough to where it should not matter. Like, yeah, the, the apology was made, and I, yep. I, don't, I don't defend some of that stuff, obviously, because you can't. There's no defense for it. No. Um, Agreed. Agreed. But, yeah, we, won't, we won't go into that because yeah, that's, that's definitely... But, like... It, Stuff he said was wrong. But this movie looks awesome. Well, the movie looks awesome. Him as a person, that's his own demons. He's got to fight that battle. But his work in the, the, and the Suicide what? Squad looks any, so good. Specifically, any production company is going to spend the money to get somebody that's going to make them money. Period. Of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. Period. Which is why when movies don't perform, you don't see them again. You don't see them again. Yeah. Right. So... Obviously, we are very excited about that film because it's just unbelievably stacked. I had no idea. No idea. Of course, Harley Quinn's back, so you know she's going to have a huge role. Um, it's, it's just going to be incredible. But 
that is not all the good news that you got from DC Fandom if you're a Suicide Squad fan. If you are a fan of the Rockstay Studios making video games, which if you enjoy the Batman Arkham games, yes, you are. They released the trailer for the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game. And that trailer looked super entertaining. I can't believe, by the way, that it's like the year of King Shark. Yeah. By yeah. the way, not only is he going to be in the film, he is one of the main characters in the video game. He's going hard. King looks Shark's incredible. going crazy. And it, it, it looks good. He does. He looks great. Um, but still, I was watching this, this trailer, which is a very entertaining trailer. But, Eric, you brought up a really good point that this game kind of looked like they've got... It's got a crackdown vibe to it. And you actually hit the nail on the head when you said entertaining twice. That's it, what this trailer looked like for me, too. And it looks like... So, crackdown was kind of a Grand Theft Auto meets... You get superpowers, and you can pick up tractor trailers and throw them around and do crazy stuff like that. That sounds fun. Yeah, and I, the vibe I got from the trailer and the vibe I got from everything that I saw, obviously they didn't show gameplay, which is a little disappointing but not surprising just because of how new this whole project is. Yeah, this game's not even slated until possibly a 2022 release. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've got a long way to go. But it looked really, it, it looked like one of those games where I, you know, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to boot in as King Shark and I'm going to mess stuff up for half an hour and then I'm going to go to work. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it looked like. It looked like something that you can, you know, a little bit of GTA, a little bit of, um, you know, I, I really got the crackdown vibe from it. I think you're going to have those superpowers and stuff that you can play with and just run around and, and just wreck stuff. That's what I was saying earlier but about the uh, Batman game the gotham mm-hmm. game i hope it's all four guys this game looks yeah. like it might be all, all four, four guys like yeah. you can you can online play with all four characters or all five characters whatever it is and go around and wreck stuff like yeah. just wreck it so the characters they show are kind of a brand new dead shot uh, harley quinn who looks kind of like margot robbie is in the video game yep. essentially pretty much uh, captain boomerang and king shark Captain Boomerang kind of exhibits some really kind of different skills, like a teleporting power. Yeah. It looked yeah. like. like he throws his boomerang and he he gets there to catch it instead of it coming back to him almost. And so uh, I'd be interested to see what they're going to do with him. Um, but otherwise, the game looked great. It looked like Brainiac had taken over Metropolis, which I'm always on board for a Brainiac invasion. In fact, 2020 is not done yet. We might get one anyway. Yeah, no kidding. We've uh, still got October to go through. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked really cool in the game. And then, of course, the big reveal at the end is they see who their target as Task Force X is. And it looks like none other than a super pissed Superman. I, it reminds me of uh, Injustice a little bit. It does. Yeah. That game definitely pulls from Injustice. Um, just with the you know, always whenever Superman's bad, he uses the heat vision, just abuses it. Uh, and it looks like they were about to let him rip that open again, too. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to one of my friends about the uh, the boys because I obviously I finished I finished season one finally. Congratulations. Uh, I'm ready for the season two. I'm so ready. Which but drops in like two or three weeks. Uh, September 4th. Oh. oh we got like, one week. We got like, yeah. One week, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, but I was talking to him about it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Did you see the laser eyes like on the baby? And like that was one, one of my favorite scenes. And then like even Homelander is just like – he goes hard with his his eyes, and they're like, "Yeah, who's he made after?" I'm like, "It's it's Superman." It's obviously a pastiche it's of Superman. Obviously yeah. Superman, and they're like, 
does he have laser eyes? I'm like, well, he's got heat vision, which is pretty much laser, laser eyes. eyes. Yeah. And they're like, I had no idea he even had that. I'm like, well, he doesn't use them a lot, but when he's evil, he uses them all the time. So, <laughs> yep. Whenever, cool. whenever it is, whenever they want to make a character evil, they make them fly more, like not stand, but just kind of float, and then always laser eyes. I don't know what it is. Yeah, always the red eyes and always the floating off the ground constantly. They, they do that with Black Adam all the time in the comic books, which, oh, yeah. by the way, is a great transition. Mm-hmm. The Black Adam panel was pretty cool, although we didn't get much from it. Uh, we've been hearing about this movie for a long time. Uh, we only got kind of like some almost kind of, I'm going to say it kind of rushed do you know animation. You, do you know what you got? You got showmanship from The Rock. That's, I mean, he yeah. was he yeah. was in the center of the WWE ring just pumping this movie. I mean, that's... That's it. That's, that's exactly it. what mean, you got. Honestly, like, The Rock, with the showmanship, like, he can run a movie. Can you oh, smell sure. what Black Adam's cooking? That's really... Yep. Yes, we could. But isn't that what he... I mean, isn't that what they need for that movie, though? Isn't that what they need for the DC period? Yeah, exactly. They don't have that hype man. Like, granted, the Marvel Universe... Kevin Hart's busy, so... Kevin Hart is busy. Um, But the hype man for Marvel is just Marvel. Yeah, all you have to do is see the the Marvel logo in the very beginning. And DC doesn't have that. And just hear the pages turning from that... Yeah, I still get goosebumps just thinking about that. I'm like, ooh, what are we going to watch? Yep. Yep, done. Yeah, but letting the rock go at it. But this one looks interesting, though. It does. Because you get to see a little bit of the Justice Society. Uh, The characters they selected were kind of interesting, like Adam Smasher. Yeah. I mean, interesting choice. Uh, Then you've got Cyclone. Um, I can't remember. Did they show Dr. Fate? Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. um, That's insane. Just the one scene. Because Dr. Fate, depending on, you know, what kind of Dr. Fate you're getting, is powerful enough to go toe-to-toe with Black Adam. Do we know when this movie is supposed to show up? I don't think. I, I think know. we're looking at 2022, maybe. Honestly, if they have 10% filmed so far, I'd be surprised. So pretty, they're, so they're smart because they're building the hype train now because nobody knows who the hell Black Adam is. Uh-oh. My oh. wife brought cookies. Oh, my God. Steph brings cookies? They smelled really she good. She doesn't like them, but I think they're probably better than she yeah. thinks. They smelled good earlier. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Uh-huh. It's okay if you guys don't like it. Logan put his in the trash. I'm going to eat it. It's good. Thanks. <laughs> is, it, is it considered a dick move if I ask for milk? No. no. I'm not. I'm not. We've got beer. But anyway, I am a little more interested in in the Black Adam film, if for nothing else. I'm just wondering what kind of approach we're going to get. Are we going to get to see Black Adam as a hero? Is he going to be a bad guy that just destroys the Justice Society? Like, what direction are we going to get? I think a majority, like, based on The Rock's um, talk so far, I feel like The Rock is going to go, hopefully it's more of a villain aspect because the way he's talking so. so far, he's talking trash. I hope he talks a lot of trash, and I hope he goes after it. Yeah, I hope so, too. I think that's what they need to do with this movie, because I think if, you know, using The Rock as a hype machine on this, 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 could, be, this could be something where he could be just entertaining enough to really make this movie take off and make it really strong 
And when you're trying to build a DC universe that, quite frankly, didn't take off really well, that can make a major difference if he if he's just kind of allowed to take off and do his own thing. And I also think you need a character that can somehow eventually match Shazam. Like, kind of in right. tone a little bit. So I think that'll work. But really, I don't have much more to say besides I think the logo is cool. I mean, logo is cool. We didn't see a ton more. So, I mean, it was a pretty short uh, panel, really. But there was also a uh, short Shazam 2 panel. And uh, that didn't really tell us more than just that the title will be Shazam <laughs> Fury of the Gods. I'm not going to lie. That was probably the most disappointing panel I watched. It was just brief. And it was brief. And, I mean, the actors were on. It, I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm excited for and it. And then Sinbad. Yeah, I enjoyed the first one. So I did too. I'm excited for the second one, but at the same time, they didn't really hype it. I don't have they started production. I don't think. I don't, I don't know if they think even, so. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of hey, this is happening. Exactly. Just so you know, yeah. how you guys doing? Now we're here. Aware. We're still here. Still yeah. a thing. Still a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, just not much really there. Um, there was I did catch some of the Sandman uh, panel, which was cool to see Neil Gaiman. Uh, talked to some of the characters from the Sandman series, and he was really just kind of, he gave good backstory on how the Sandman series came about in, what, 1988 into the 90s, which was very cool. Uh, but also the series is being adapted over on Netflix, which I had no idea was coming. Uh, so that's huge for me. I cannot wait to see that. Uh, but even though that will be slightly looser, but still faithful to the books, um, Gaiman did say, though, that the pandemic has allowed for more work on the scripts, which, of course, Makes he's sense. a writer, and if he can't go out even more than normal, he, that dude's probably putting in work. So super excited mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. He did say that they are tailoring the story a little bit to fit our time period and not so much the, like, 1990. That's good. That's good. Yeah, but... um. That one was also cool. Kind of short, though. That was towards the end of the day. I was kind of wrangling the kiddos and didn't see much more of that one. Uh, There was also a Titans Season 3 panel, which was cool. Um, Because that one, we get to see that the characters are kind of posting up in Gotham, it looks like. And what we see? Yeah, we get to see uh, Scarecrow. So... That's pretty dope. I know they've got Batgirl in there and a couple other cool characters. Um, I would like to know more about that, uh, specifically whether or not uh, Brian Edward Hill is writing more of the episodes uh, because we got to do a great creator interview with him uh, a couple months ago, uh, and I would love to just see more work from him because he's such a great guy. Then there was the Flash Season 7 panel. Uh, John, did you have thoughts on that one that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I mean, uh, it looks good. I'm glad they're continuing the Arrowverse. Um, I think that's past Arrow. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a good uh, leapfrog, and it's going to – I hope it connects to the movie. I know the Marvel un- um, Expanded Universe is very, very good about connecting the – what are they doing on TV – to the uh, Agents of Shield, yeah, and then they did uh, Inhumans, yeah, for they did Inhumans better or worse, and a couple other shows that 
wasn't a huge movie humans, but they did connect it in some way. Yeah, and they even connect in the Netflix shows very, very loosely. Yeah, Agent Carter it. and uh, what was that other one? Um, Jessica Jones. Uh, Jessica Jones. There Luke, we go. Luke Cage and Iron Fist, Iron Daredevil, Fist. and uh, the Defenders. I knew I was missing a few. Agent Carter was an ABC show that uh, kind of fit more into Agents of Shield. Yeah, and then Iron Fist. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Defenders with Daredevil all kind of fit oh, into the Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were not so much on the network TV side. No, they were just on Netflix. Which yeah. some, yep. Yeah. All right, this isn't a panel about them. We gotta go back to right. Flash, but yeah, because I can <laughs> talk about that for a while. Um, but very excited to see uh, what they're going to bring to the table again for season seven. Uh, six got cut short, so thank you, COVID. Yeah. Really, um, really making me mad. But excited to see what they take the character again. Uh, I, I feel like in the show you get a more personal feel for the character. Uh, I mean, you have more time. Yeah. So anytime you have more time with a character, I feel like it's better just because you can deep dive into side stories or maybe stories you don't have time for just in a in a in, in a movie. So, and if the movie connects, and I, at this point. It will because it'll be pointed. Uh, hopefully, they bring him in for Flashpoint just for a minute. But even if they don't, we know he exists in the universe somewhere, whether or not be a separate timeline or whatever he's else, there. which he's already he's he's already explored in the show. So right, which gave us the Crisis on Infinite Earths Infinite crossover Earth, yeah. that was incredibly well done. Yeah, um, but no, I thought that was a cool panel. It's always cool to see those characters. Um, big. And they do, they do a good job because out of the I mean Arrow obviously had a couple characters that led on to um, oh boy I'm gonna mess up that title of that other show that spin off the Legends, Le- of Legends of Tomorrow thank you I got you um, but the Flash also um, gave characters to that show so yeah true story yeah I'm very excited to see um, what the Flash moves forward in season seven and I'm sure our buddy Jalen. Over at uh, yeah, over at the little bit of nerd <laughs> podcast. Nerd. Yeah, I also I spoke to Jalen after the DC fandom, and he has an episode where he says DC's on crack, and this did nothing but just completely hammer home his opinion that DC's on crack. They He's are. like, "What is with all of these Batman?" And uh, buddy, if if DC's on crack, they're smoking the crack rock from Chappelle's show when he wins Fear Factor. I mean, I, it's the massive rock, and they're going full bore with it. If you're DC, can you go wrong with putting out more Batman? No. The answer yeah. is no. You, you don't can't. stop making making cash. I mean, how long has Batman been there like the cash cow of DC? He outperformed Superman. The 80s. The eight, the, when, well, even the 60s. Well, yeah, the Batman TV show with Adam West. And the movie. Yeah. And then you had... What, 88? We got Tim, 89, Tim Burton's Batman. What was it 89? Okay. It's 89. And then the animated series started in 92. Right. But before that, you got the Returns in 91? 92. Also 92? Mm-hmm. And then they launched the animated series. And, and then after the that. Phantasm. Oh, which is, by the way, still one of the better Batman movies just mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Yeah, and then after that, you ended up with the new adventures of Batman, and then you had Batman, Batman, Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Then Batman you had, Beyond. yeah, Batman Robin, Batman Beyond. By the way, you're right. You said was super inspired. Uh, and then, oh, by the way, there was a piece of fandom 
where they had uh, the Batman Beyond characters of Bruce and Terry watching an episode of the 1960s Batman. And it was hilarious. Wow. Hilarious. You need to go on YouTube and find that I'll find video. that, yeah. Because well, Terry, of course, voiced by uh, Will Friedle, just is roasting. I mean, he goes, that's a, that's a man-eating clam at the bottom of the ocean? Because it's, I mean, it's, the effects in the 60s were what they were, right? And so just to hear them tear it up is hilarious. That's funny. So that's go check that video out. Uh, but, yeah, still Batman's still making stuff happen. We're going to talk a little bit more about Batman in just a moment. Because if DC's on crack, they're on the best crack I've ever seen. Because <laughs> I want to smoke that. I mean, we're excited about a lot of things right now, which is different for DC. Which very is very different, different, different for, for DC. DC. Yeah. Um, we got multiple projects that we're talking about that we're huge, just like, I can't wait to see it. Huge projects. And let me... Or play it. You know, and, hang on a second. Because I want to talk about it right now, but we'll just wait for the wrap-up. So we'll get back to it. Because I have this big question that I was thinking of the whole time. Actually, all week since uh, Fandom ended. But real quick, my favorite thing from Fandom. I did not expect it to be this. I also did not expect to see what we got. I don't think anybody did because it's a thing that took the internet by storm. By far and away the most from this event. And that was the trailer... I'm sorry, teaser, because this movie is only 30% shot for Matt Reeves' The Batman. 30% shot. And we got this much awesome trailer footage. The trailer is amazing. That trailer is sick. You know what it looks like? It looks like somebody went and watched David Fincher 7 and said, hey, let's make a Batman movie like that. Can we just talk about, real quick, like one of my favorite parts about the whole panel? Just listen to Matt Reeves talk about Batman. For what, 15, 20 minutes? How excited, it was. How like, excited is he about Batman? He, he <laughs> loves Batman. It's evident. He is a student of it and he will do anything he can to improve it still. And seeing that passion, hearing that passion out of his voice, like I got goosebumps just listening to him. It's similar to the fact that when I listened to like John Favreau or talk, yeah, talk or about Mandaloni, talk about some Star anything Wars Star stuff, Wars. I'm like, Holy hell, he gets this character. Oh, they're like, in. Yeah, he's into it he 100%. gets it, and he's going to deliver the best that he absolutely can, and that's what I'm excited for from Batman. Well, I'm super excited because it looks like he is delivering. Oh. You get this absolutely sick real-world vibe, but then you also get these beautiful blends of the best types of Batman stories. So like Batman Year One, that's the Catwoman we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she looks superb. And then you take a look at Batman himself, which this is my favorite thing. The internet exploded with, holy sh- Robert Pattinson is a phenomenal Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It instantly shut down all, all the Twihards. Yeah. Everybody talking about shimmering Crystal is Edward it, Batman. They believe in him now. Dude, I mean, there's just the one scene where the unfortunate soul asked Batman, what are you supposed to be? <laughs> what idiot. And he unloads on that man. That can you believe made a mistake. Can you believe he went with I'm vengeance? Cause I, I think they, I, they played it correctly because everybody wanted to hear I'm Batman. Yeah. I am much happier with I'm vengeance. I'm very happy with that yeah. too. I would have been kind of let down if he was like i'm batman because so i'm like we all are calm down but yeah. he's just like i'm vengeance and i was like okay edward 
You are whatever you want I, to I be. I believe you. I believe you don't hit me. I watched <laughs> that trailer for the first time with my wife. And as soon as they got to that scene, I was getting goosebumps. And she's like, what is this? I'm like, yeah. that's Batman. No. That is Batman. I knew it was good because when my wife uh, got back, I said, honey, you have to watch this. I turned it on. And it got to the scene where the beatdown occurred. And she goes, oh, shit. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah. that's what I thought. But, like, way more excited than you are right now about yeah. it. Because are you kidding me? Yeah. Because it's not that. It's not the Batman Arkham video game beatdown that Ben Affleck delivered. Mm-hmm. Right. And BVS. It's just this nasty street brawling. I'm going to unravel you in front of your friends and just let them know. And then once you're on the ground, I'm going to beat you some more. Yeah, you are the example. Congratulations. Yeah. He and and aside from that point where he just beats a man while he's down, which holy shit. He, Robert Pattinson also looks not okay. Mm-hmm. Like when you see him in the trailers as oh, yeah. as Bruce, like as, when the mask is off, like he he's struggling not, with something. He's struggling. Yeah, and he, Batman he struggles. Like he has Bruce really Wayne struggles in this trailer, at least. And I assume we're only going to see even more. You really can tell that this is not a person who's okay. God, it's mad. You can he's tell that he's on the screen right now behind us. I'm sorry, guys, but yeah, like yeah. he's just <laughs> talking you, about Batman. What's you, up? You can tell that this character is very well done. By the way, Robert Pattinson's a great actor. If you've seen any of his other work. Honestly, he he really is a good actor. Like I, he gets a bad rap because of Twilight, but really a good actor. He's great. Even if you've seen, was it the Lighthouse? Uh, Lighthouse, good. Uh, what is it? Water um, for Elephants was even good. Remember Me, good oh, movie yeah. for him. Like it was sad. Obviously, we all know what happens in the end of the movie, but he's, uh, in, he's still a good. He's in a lot of stuff, and he really movie. sells the character. Yep. And in this one, he's really in, like he embodies just the hurt little boy who has grown into this driven not okay man yeah yeah and he is ready to share his pain with the criminal underworld and i am so here for it and i'm even more excited i can't believe they did this they made riddler absolutely fascinating wow yes and it took people uh, 14 hours to crack the code for him (laughs) but still like it is fascinating like you said fascinating and then when when you see colin farrell you don't even unless you knew that that was colin farrell you would you not know you would not have recognized him. him yeah i and was thinking the same thing you got to see the photo and then him next to it and be like what whoa oh prosthetics oh my god that's <laughs> him and there's even in the scene where it looks like batman has like his grapnel hook in the ceiling and is repelling up uh some type of spiral staircase if you slow that down and stop it, it does look like there is a scene, and intern Justin shared this today, uh, of a person in a suit with a mask that is very reminiscent of the Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. is that going to be in here? My God, it, if it is, what isn't in this movie? And if it is in there, does it connect to the game? Which, which I would think it would. Which would be even cooler. And if it is in there, maybe that's the riddle that Riddler is trying to solve when he tells Batman, you're a part of this too. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he wants Batman's attention yeah. to, to point this out. That would be so cool. But even if it's not, even if it's just Riddler being a sick, sadistic, whatever, I'm on board with that too. Yeah. Who's playing Riddler in this movie? Oh, I can't I remember. I can't remember. 
Normally, I've got the old laptop up, and we'll pull it up right now. Yeah, that's my mistake. That's okay. It's all right. I'm curious now, obviously. Eric's looking it up. We'll let Laser Eric pull that info. Paul Dano? Mm. I don't know that I know him. I don't know him either. Let's dig a little deeper, shall we? But even still, even the Batmobile looked cool. Oh, yes. It did look good. I I mean, you're right, though. Matt Reeves is just talking about Batman really hyped me up for it and then they dropped the trailer and i was like get out of here yeah when you get goosebumps just when somebody talks about one of your favorite characters you're just like okay this guy gets it too okay let's let's go oh let's. my oh my god what about uh commissioner gordon who's reading the riddle yeah when the movie starts you're just like oh you were incredibly well cast yep yeah he was really well cast he looks the part he does he does, and, he does. Uh, that was one thing i was curious about is is how is you know how is this going to fit in with the the image of the movie and everything but he looks the part perfectly for me yeah. any jim gordon that shows up with no stash is the wrong jim gordon correct 100 percent. you better have that stash 100%. going hard yeah and he he did Yep. And, and this particular Cleveland Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Brown. With glasses. Good to go. Let's go. And this particular Gordon looks like he's hands on too. Like there's a scene in the oh, trailer yep. where he pins Batman to the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like Batman's about to thrash a whole room full of cops. I mean, you know you're gonna get in arguments if you're dealing with a vigilante, but you want them on your side. Like there's gonna be arguments, there's gonna be tension, and they show it in the trailer, which yep. is great. And it was really cool in the trailer. They show something that is always kind of hinted at but never really seen before, where Batman's at the crime scene, actively exploring the crime scene, conversing with Commissioner Gordon. like And other it, cops. And that's something that I've really liked in all of, like, kind of like the year one style stories for Batman. Like, you see that in what? Jeff Johns' Batman Earth One. And even in the animated series, he shows up there. He shows up so. and works the crime scenes. And I think it's really cool because Matt Reeves had said this is going to be a detective-focused Batman. And I was kind of scared that that means there would be no physicality. But then in this trailer, I was like, oh, my God, there's physicality. He got proven wrong pretty quick. And Christopher Nolan added that aspect into him in the Dark Knight trilogy also where he would show up to crime scenes. Some of the cops maybe didn't agree with it. Mm. But Batman would be at the crime scenes talking to Gordon. But it not yeah. to this capacity. No. I mean, this one's not. inside a room. And they're yeah. like, what do you make of this? And Batman's just walking up. By the way, that's our first glimpse of the full-on Batsuit, which looks even great. Even that looks phenomenal. Looks great. Yeah, looks great. So I'm, I'm really, I'm stoked for this. I'm, everyone that I've talked to is excited for this film. I have yet to hear one single person. Even the internet feels kind of quiet. On negativity, which is unusual. That's, new. That's unprecedented. Unusual. Even people who are Batman fatigued. Yeah. Like, I know Justin in previous shows has said that he's just tired of Batman, but he said some things that made me uncomfortable just reading via text message about his excitement. Um, I'm sure Katie took full advantage of that later on, but it's fine. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. it's just... I did not expect this kind of awesomeness from this movie. I expected it to be cool and to be into it because I'm a Batman fan. No matter what, I'll even watch Batman and Robin if it's on. Come at me. But this is just this is a whole new level. I did, I did not expect a whole new look. And for the trailer to give me goosebumps, that's yep. That's all I need to say. Even the song that's playing, which what who is that? Is that is that Nine Snails? I know the song. 
I've heard the song. But it's going crazy on the internet right now. Right now, I can't picture anything except for Batman just beating the, the thug to a pulp. The like, ever-loving piss out of somebody. Because uh, that's when I just lost it. I'm like, yep, and there's the goosebumps. Okay, well, I'm ready for Batman again. But then I got excited. Like, I got excited just from the jump when you hear the the duct tape unrolling. And the way that they they just the, they played the that logos way. the logos just get larger yeah, and larger and then you hear Commissioner Gordon reading the riddle and I was just like oh, this is the Batman trailer yeah. and then whoo, man it was something in the way by Nirvana by the there way that's Nirvana. it that's it they uh they played the trailer incredibly well like they did exactly what they needed to do it was dark it was grungy it was. The Batman that we've been waiting for. It was like and David Fincher was yeah. like, hey, this is how you should do it. And, and Matt Reeves goes, yeah, I should. Yeah. Even the, like, I love that the handwriting on the notes from the Riddler looks just messed up. Oh, well, yeah. It's a serial killer. So yeah, I, but yeah, it, it should be. It wasn't like Jim Carrey's Riddler that kind of like cut and pasted magazine letters. Oh, yeah. It was handwritten. This is yeah. handwritten, which makes it all the more. Fascinating because handwriting analysis, now Batman can look at that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. another piece of a detective toolkit that we get to see the world's greatest detective use. Yeah. So I, I just... Well, which, that's nothing... Which, that, but we that, got to see that in, like, the Arkham games, like some of the older Arkham games. He would have all kinds of tools in his toolkit that you could... Well, you get to see that like, in the uh, Arkham games. Yeah, but yeah, that's games, something that saying. none of the movies none ever the, touched on. No. Absolutely not. I mean, you got to see that one weird bullet rebuild kind of thing from the dark knight which oh, in hindsight makes no sense no, no sense at all but it was pretty sweet to yeah, watch it's still cool um hey watch me shoot holes into these bricks and then somehow get a thumbprint off of a bullet we don't have off of this whatever but i mean that movie's still great small nitpick but we get to see full-blown real detective stuff here mm-hmm. and, and of course i can't wait to see it even those weird like gauntlet forearms that oh, I wasn't yeah. qu- quite sure what those were even going to do. They'll still look cool, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's wearing, like, military tech pants. And this is a Batman that is using what he has. And I feel like that's what Batman would wear because that's probably the best quality he can get. Even no matter how much money you have, like, you still have to buy real-world items. Well, and there's so a I fine like line it. between quality and utility as well. No matter how much money you have, does it make sense? True. Yeah. Well, this also gives us a Batman who has no one else to rely on. Right. Batman didn't have Lucius from the jump. No. Mm-hmm. You know, all he really had was Alfred, who I think we hear in this movie, in this I, trailer. I think we did also. Yep. Uh, but this is a Batman who looks like he's doing what he's doing in secret, and you're right, getting the best he can. Yeah. Without arousing suspicion. Yeah. Still. Which looks stupid. like a good, a good suit. Even the collar looks, it looks awesome. When we saw the screen test, I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Board. I was on board right away. So, And then you see the collar in, in, in this trailer, and it's like, oh, my God, he looks cool. I mean, it's Batman, so I was on board right away. I mean, he definitely is drawing heavy inspiration from the Batman Arkham Origins suit yep. and also uh, Sean Gordon Murphy's uh, Batman White Knight, Batman, and uh, even a little bit of the Gotham by Gaslight. But I think that inspiration's definitely more Arkham Origins and Batman White Knight. Yeah, I love the I love the armor. I love the armor plates. I love I love it. I it is. I cool. think it looks good. 
I think the gun and the Batman emblem is yes. super cool. Yeah. That's a good touch. It's just a good touch. It's, I mean, yeah. What better reminder to go out and kick ass every night than the weapon that took your parents from you in your chest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I don't think, as fans, as DC fans, we're not used to being this incredibly overwhelmed with awesomeness. Yeah. There's, there, there has never been a spoil point for us. We are overly spoiled. Yeah. I posted this week. I go, we did not deserve this. And I would agree. As like, it was going. I mean, the true diehard fans, Justin especially. Justin's a DC guy. Um, and we know he's missing his podcast. I know. Shout out to him. And he's mad he's missing it. <laughs> Big shout out to intern Justin. We'll love to have you on today, buddy. Uh, but I know you're blowing up the socials right now, and we appreciate yeah, you for it. And he, uh, but that's just it. Like, all the DC fans have been waiting for something to really, like, really rejoice and celebrate. Like, this was the, finally the moment for all those DC people that'd be like, we're getting it. Yeah. And and I hope the movies that they showed and the games they showed, I hope they are successful. I will take any success from comic book movies, obviously. Yeah, as a um, fan, I'll watch any comic book yeah, movie. But this definitely feels like... Like, we don't want duds. The DC time has come, baby. They are on point at this point. I don't know who's... In, I, uh, I don't know I who took even, over and I finally name, said, watch this. I can't even name who's in charge of the DCU right now, yeah. and it doesn't matter. Because yeah, there's no Kevin Feige, it right? It looks good. Yeah, yeah well, it's not Kevin Feige yet, but I, I guarantee you... We'll find these, someone. If these movies go, I guarantee you who's ever in charge will be the Kevin Feige of Yeah, DCU. the next guy. Like, somebody's in I, charge. Here's and I, I, hope it's, I, I, I hope it's Jim Lee, is what yeah, I hope. It's either Jim Lee or... I mean, honestly, I think Snyder has a lot more pull than he might lead on, or James Gunn. And I know James Gunn's involved in a lot of Marvel stuff, too, but... James Gunn has a talent for finding the quirky humor feel for a movie that will make it fun and interesting. But still entertaining and true to source material. Right, because he's a fan. James Gunn, right. Is a, right. he's a straight fan. I got to tell you, though, I don't feel any of that quirky humor coming from the Batman. No, no. I, I'll agree. That's a different director, though, obviously. James Gunn is doing Suicide Squad, which is a perfect movie for him. Hey, let's just make this definition clear. The Suicide Squad. Yes. Because if he does Suicide Squad, it's a David Ayer's film. Uh, right. <sighs> everybody knows what happened with that. <laughs> you mean really good things? You know what? When I saw the trailer for that, I thought really good things. And yeah, about so halfway up to the movie, I thought really good things. And then the rest went down. I was like, what the hell happened? But anyway, um, but yeah, God, that was like BVS too. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, it really looks like right now. Just so we're talking about DC really giving it to fans right now. Let's just talk about fandom itself as the experience. How blown away with, were you? One that everything worked. That blew my mind. I did not expect everything to work. Yeah, no servers no. crashed. Incredible. And then it comes on the on the tail of DC's Black Monday where DC editorial was just gutted. Um, and Warner Bros., the parent company, did such a good job with this that no one's talking about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I Which mean, is huge. Like, how do you... You're like, ooh, this is really bad, but don't worry. We'll, we'll get them. And it's absolutely correct, because right now I'm doing nothing but looking forward to 2021 and 2022. Not for Marvel movies, which is unusual, and not for Star Wars, but I'm looking real hard at DC. Yeah. 
and super excited about that. Not to mention, DC Fandom itself was a huge success. And we get a follow-up coming September 12th, which will kind of show us more in the multiverse. Yep. And what I want to know now is, what does this mean for Comic-Cons going forward? DC Fandom just launched the first fan-centered virtual con that was huge and hugely successful. By the way, good on them. What does that mean now for cons going forward? Well, I think... I think you have to go back to cons, obviously. Well, you go where your fans are. Because the in-person um, experience is just so much better. And, and, and there's money there. And there's money, obviously. Um, but I think they did, they did show everyone that like you can still have a, a very successful online event. And SDCC did it a month ago, also. Not to this caliber, though. No. I think... Well, I, I think the difference was they had it over a couple of days, a few days. DC said, "Watch this. We got twenty four yeah. hours. Twenty four hours to stream everything and 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 get get through it, you know." And they released really, really good content. Yes, they did. And I've never been as excited right now for DC movies for like you all said. of it. Like mm-hmm. I'm excited for stuff. I want to see. I've I've wanted to see Wonder Woman for the last six months because it should have been out already. So I've wanted to see that. I obviously I, I want to see the new Batman because it's Batman, and I think it's going to be great. Flashpoint's coming out. Why wouldn't you want to see that? Right. You've got you've got multi generational fans that will want to see that movie because exactly. their Batman is in it. And I'm so, excited to see the Snyder Cut. Yeah, there's another flip side of this coin too. The number of people that got to watch DC Fandom or San Diego at Home or whatever that have never been to a con. Yeah, that's gotta now, be huge. People, now they're super interested. So uh, I'll be honest; I've never been to one. Yeah. Now I I've, I've wanted to go to some before you know before seeing this stuff and everything, but just never made it. But the number of people that just considered it out of reach, and now they're seeing yeah. all this virtual content. Now they're probably thinking, you know what? Maybe I want to go do that. I mean, that's honestly, true. I don't know why. And this is obviously they're probably thinking about it at this point. I love going to the con live. Mm-hmm. I've been to multiple. I love going to the um, the panels. I love going to the releases, all that good stuff. And we would have been Hall H this year. We would have been if if SCCC yep. was there, and we missed it. And that's fine. And celebration would have started today for Star Wars. So Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I know that's that's a salted wound. Sorry. Oh man, I would have been in Disney World or Disneyland yesterday, and I would have been at Star Wars celebration today mm. and all weekend long. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, um, but at the same point, like, uh, how, like, what if they decided to do the con and they sold tickets virtually for online panels? Which that would be huge. They can do now because they know they have viewership. People yeah. will do it. And there are panels that you know people will go to. And there, and there, there are panels now that people want to buy live, but they can't. But what if they open it up to live panels online? Why wouldn't you? Because it's more money. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see how it moves forward as a convention circuit. I think in-person, obviously, will still be my number one. But if I can't go to the con, but I can say, I'm going to spend $10 for panel. Absolutely. Like virtual panels. Right. Yeah, I'm doing it. Where's the link? Sign me up. When when we were they can sell it. When we were kids, they did you know Woodstock '94 or whatever, and they had the pay per view where you could watch the concert. This is a similar thing. 
Except for you can stream it nonstop wherever you exactly. are. Exactly. Would, would you know the question is would you pay twenty nine ninety five or thirty nine ninety five or forty nine ninety five to have Saturday at SDCC? Yeah, or I mean whatever. The question is, I would. Is, yeah. is I would. Does, if you look at the ticket for Saturday to go to SDCC, right, and not guaranteed to get in that room to get in the panels. Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you pay just to have a live stream of it? Yeah, right. Yep. I mean, if even if I'm at SDCC and I can't get to that panel, I will. I will pay, pay to watch that to one in line. But right. something else. Well, but granted, at the conventions, they normally stream the panels at secondary viewing and other places That's too. True. Which so if you're at the convention, you still might have access to the live stream, right? But if you're not there at all, well, do yeah. I do I pay fifteen or twenty bucks to get con- convention exclusive content? Absolutely. Yes. There's Absolutely. nothing like the real thing, but how many years did you guys try to get into SDCC before five. you actually did? Okay, I tried so that's five years. five years worth of... Actually, for me, it was probably closer to 10. Yeah. So there you go. 10 years of, would you pay 50 bucks to have Saturday? Yeah, I think your yeah. first five years you were probably trying, I was like, this yeah. is out of reach for me. I'm not going to be able to do yeah, this. Yeah, something like, like an SDCC. This. I mean, obviously, like Wizard World in St. Louis is not going to accomplish anything. Right, but the okay. big cons every year that right. have Hall H. Star Wars Celebration, SDCC. I, we could sell tickets to that on E3. Virtually. Absolutely. Yeah, stuff like that that can they can do virtual. They just opened up a revenue stream. They didn't know that even existed. Yeah. I, I do think the one thing from the con that will never go away is the merch on the floor. Well, the merch on the floor oh, yeah. is because you have so many different vendors and everything else, so that's a little different. So you can't argue. But that's one of the best parts of going to a con. I'll give it yes and no. Yeah, I mean the exclusives. Yeah, the exclusives are what I try to go for usually. I know. That's like your, that's your, your poison, buddy. I mean, it is. But uh, at the same time, like I love seeing the different vendors and stuff, but at the same time, like you're you're looking at these vendors and you're like, well... I like these pins and I like this and I like that, but like really, I'm there for the news and then the just the overall crowd, just like, to be in the a, fandom. Yeah, yeah for because, lack of a better term here. Yeah, I know. Previously, I've complained about the Star Wars crowd, obviously, but when I go to celebration, yeah, it's nothing but love. There, everyone's. Though. I mean, there, are there complainers? Sure, but they have reasons, and they're well educated, and they're not just flying off some YouTube video. Yeah. Because they understand what they enjoy about the fandom. And there's a lot of love going around the room for actress, actresses, whatever else. So, yeah, I mean, in-person cons will never go away. God, virtual, I hope not. Virtual cons, honestly, they should sell tickets already. Because for some of those panels, if you could have got into the Mandalorian panel from Star Wars Celebration last year. I would have paid. Would I have paid 10 bucks to get into it if I couldn't be there? Yes. yes I would have paid $10 to see the exclusive footage that they're going to see right there so and i think that's the big thing like you can sell exclusive footage for 10 bucks a panel well, not a, maybe not a panel but maybe a day or maybe 20 bucks a day and i get everything from SCCC on saturday sign me up let's do it mm-hmm. all right guys so really there was a ton of stuff from fandom uh we hit some of our favorites there was so much more uh but also that's going to do it. We have one last question. It's very simple for each person at this table right now. Um, Eric, DC yep. fandom, huge success, yeah or nay? Uh, definitely. Um, I wasn't, uh, honestly, when it was starting, I wasn't really interested in it. And the more I saw of it, the more I was into it. Now I'm actually thinking, okay, what DC comics do I need to go pick up to bone up on this information? 
Excellent. By the way, I've got one for you right after this. I bet you do. Justin, what do you got, buddy? Big success. John? Justin probably thinks it was a huge success. Justin probably does. I'm sorry. Sorry, I was looking at him tweeting. Uh, What do you got, buddy? John? Don't feel bad. Don't be salty. Yes or no. Big success. I mean, big success. All right. Obviously, I think it was a huge success. Uh, And the only other thing from DC this week I've got to mention is that we finally got Batman the Three Jokers, issue one. Uh, out in stores i got there were five different there was the normal cover and then there were four variants and then there were two more variants uh and i have five of the covers i didn't go for the 125 variant or the 1100 variant because dude there's only so much money but the story itself by jeff johns with art by jason Fabok and coloring by brad anderson incredible incredible this book is very much built in the vein of the killing joke uh the batman we see looks like the batman from 1989 he drives the 1989 batmobile batgirl is incredible looking uh jason todd himself looks like the jason todd we had when he was introduced in 2006 from judd winnick and they go after the mystery of how many jokers are there really and the stuff that happens in this comic is insane it's nuts uh, you get to see the Joker fish, but you get to see an even cooler Joker fish. And then you get to see what happens when you leave the Red Hood, Jason Todd, alone with Joker. Hmm. And he has no holds barred. And it's it's, and there's even a revelation of what Jason Todd said to Joker while he was being beat to death by him. That was heartbreaking uh, and really helps you remember that Robin was a kid. And it's if, oof. But the, the book is excited. I can't say enough uh, good things about it. I'm excited about it, obviously. Uh, definitely pick that up if you have not. Uh, but otherwise, that is going to do it for our DC News, and we are going to move on to what some of you would consider your favorite part of the show, and that is dad jokes. Bring them on. Here we go. Actually, i uh let you guys go ahead and take over real quick. Okay. Oh, Wow. So who's the boss at Old McDonald's Farm? That's actually pretty accurate. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> who's the boss at Old McDonald's Farm? I got nothing. The CIEIO. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah I'm starting out with a with a legend right there. I mean, you laid it down right on the wah 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 yep. wah. Hit it right where it hurts. Um. So, man, this is a good one. Uh. So. Why is your nose in the middle of your face? I don't know. Because it's your center. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Can February March? No. But April May. There it is. Yeah. Uh did you uh oh I don't like that one. What lights up a soccer stadium? Oh well I don't know. A soccer match. <laughs> Done. Yep, there it is right there. Oh, boy. I changed all my passwords to Kenny. <laughs> so now I have Kenny Loggins. <laughs> oh. Why are watermelons full of water? <laughs> I don't know. Because they're planted in the spring. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. I just finished building my first bookcase. Pretty proud of my shelf. Oh, well, oh, punny. Very punny. Yep. What's up, Sean Connery? 
<laughs> I was wrong once. I yeah. thought I was wrong, but it turned out I was right. <laughs> 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 oh. Uh, man, I got to say, I really love my furniture. Me and my recliner, we go way back. How far back? Way, way back. back. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, why should you always put your left shoe on last? I don't know. Because it's the only one left. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for Brandon. If a child refuses to sleep during nap time, are they guilty of resisting arrest? Yes. <laughs> dad, do you want to play a board game? My dad. No. There's a reason that, that they call them board games. <laughs> Rob Ryan's going to have a real problem with that one. Rob Ryan will not like that joke at all. <laughs> hey, what do you call a person missing 75% of their spine? That's right, a quarterback. <laughs> oh, God. Apparently, you can't use beef stew as a password. <laughs> it's not strong enough. <laughs> Sent that to the group this week. I was proud oh, of it. Uh, a, <laughs> a horse walks into a bar. The bartender says, hey. The horse replies, sure. <laughs> My wife finally bought a ventilator yesterday because of the heat. She's a pretty big fan. Hey, uh, which word is always spelled wrong in the dictionary? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided to make an elite army of babies. <laughs> I'm going to call them the infantry. I knew it. <laughs> read that this morning. It's still funny. Oh, man. Everyone was really excited to be at our autopsy club this evening. It was open mic night. Yikes. Yikes. Guys, if you want to make easy money, just take photographs of salmon dressed up in human clothes. It's like shooting fish in apparel. <laughs> shooting fish. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yep. Give it to him. Yeah, hang on. I'm just going to yeah. go ahead. That's, that's good. Someone asked me to name two structures that hold water. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do we have more? Are there more out there right I, now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A genie. I'm going to grant you three wishes. Me. I wish for a world without lawyers. Done. But you have no more wishes. Well, you said three. What are you going to do, sue me? <laughs> What's E.T. short for? He's got short legs. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. I was reading a novel earlier. My son came up to me and asked why the book was so thick. It's a long story. <laughs> a long story. Yep, there it is. Yep. That's so good. Did you hear about the cartoonist found dead at his home? The details are a little sketchy. <laughs> if you rearrange the letters of mailmen, they get really upset. <laughs> uh, 
when I was in the army, the drill sergeant once shouted at me, what does surrender mean? I said, I don't know. I give up. My friend told me, your wife and daughter look like twins. I said, well, they were separated at birth. (laughs) I slept like a log last night. (laughs) I woke up in a fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) God. Ooh, this one's an, an oldie, but we've done, but I love it. My friend went bald years ago, but still carries his old comb with him. He just can't part with it. (laughs) Which side of a chicken has the most feathers? The outside. Yep. There we go. (laughs) Wow. I mean, see, when you say wow, I think you get a new one. I mean, I I did have one, but. Oh, it's it's one of those two darks. Okay. No, no. A steak pun is rare, medium, well done. (laughs) Yeah. I got you. A lion never cheats on their wife, but a tiger would. <laughs> oh, wow. Reminds me of the South Park episode. <laughs> oh, how can you tell if an ant is a boy or a girl? They're all girls. Otherwise, they'd be uncles. Yeah, saw that one coming. <laughs> oh, does that mean it was an uncle? Okay. There it is. Yeah. yeah. I bought my wife a pug as a present. Despite the squashed nose, bulging eyes, and rolls of fat, the dog seems to like her. (laughs) So I asked my friend to help me with this math problem. He said, don't worry, this is a piece of cake. I said, no, it's a math problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Justin Young statement. That absolutely is. Uh, In a cafe, the employee asked, do you want to drink something? What options do I have? The customer asked. Yes or no? The employee replied. <laughs> that's definitely that's fair. I keep trying to lose weight, but it keeps finding me. <laughs> Mouse are the new boobs. Only okay to expose them in public for the purpose of feeding. <laughs> what did one snowman say to the other one? Do you smell carrots? I went hiking yesterday when suddenly I ran into a cougar almost made me poo my pants (laughs) a jumper cable walks into a bar bartender says I'll serve you but don't start anything this one's for laser Eric Uh smoking will kill you Bacon will kill you. Smoking bacon will we'll cure it. Cure it mm-hmm. all. <laughs> I tried scaring the tallest man alive yesterday. His head hit the ceiling. Why don't? Why are snakes measured in inches? Because I don't have any feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cut my finger chopping cheese. But I think I may have a greater problem. <laughs> hey, on a second, I guess. There was someone on Etsy who tried to sell a cheese grater as an earring accessory holder. Oh, no, they didn't. True story. I wish I had that kind of confidence. <laughs> My I'm dance. serious. 
my dad stole water from the sink. In other words, he mugged it. I needed a password eight characters long, so I picked Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Solid. Solid. Why did golf announcers whisper? Because they don't want to wake up the people watching. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. My wife often complains that I'm a poor listener. And the truth is, I've just got a terrible sense of direction. I always get lost in my thoughts. There you go. Boom. What did the daddy spider say to the baby spider? Mm Mm-mm. You spend way too much time on the web. Yeah. 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 It wasn't much fun when I broke my neck in an accident a few months ago. But now I can look back and laugh. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. I can't do that. Yep. Go. Nope. You know that. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, to, I'm, I'm, I'm down to the ones I cannot. Cannot. All right. Here's our last mathematician dad joke this evening. Have you heard about the mathematician who's afraid of negative numbers? He will stop at nothing to avoid them. <laughs> mm. All right, guys. That is it for dad jokes. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully you laughed at some of them too. Well, listen, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of the show as much as we did. We really enjoyed talking about our favorite things from DC fandom uh, over last weekend. Um, but if you want to hear us talk about more stuff or just kind of more of our usual content that gets a little, uh, well, a little more dad related uh, and want to hear it unedited, unfiltered, you can always check us out on the Patreon. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash galactic dads. Take a look at the tiers there. Uh, from tier one, you get immediate swag, uh, and the benefits go up from there, including immediate access to those Patreon-only episodes of the show. But as such, one of those tier reward uh, levels for the Patreon is the producer level, and that is where you get your name uh, mentioned on the show every single episode. Uh, And we will do that now. We will start it off with our good friend, Keith Jefferson. Keith is a self-described geek and an incredible dad in his own right. He has been a supporter of the show since day one of the Patreon launch. So we really appreciate him. Thank you very much, Keith. We could not do this show without you. Thanks, Keith. Thank you. Special K. Great, uh, great dad, great golf partner, great bowling partner, great all-around guy. Thank you for all your support. And uh, Godson Connor is out there, too, listening. Hopefully not listening too intensively, <laughs> but you never know. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much for your support, Special K. Thank, thank you. you, Special K. And then we have TK31788 of the 501st. Uh, TK is a great guy, shows up to all kinds of good parties, dressed in full-blown Stormtrooper regala. Uh, Some might say he's a little buff to be a Stormtrooper. He is a buff trooper. 
He would tell you that Brickin ain't easy because he is a lover of the Legos. Uh, we appreciate him very much, especially when he does fact-checking for the show for me. I can't wait to see what we get on the Twitter this week mm-hmm. from that. Man, I hope we get nothing. <laughs> I do, too. Uh, who knows? We might get something. Shout out from the Irish listener. You never know. Uh, but, TK, we appreciate you so very much, buddy. And a special thanks for our latest Patreon supporter, Rob. Uh, thank you very much for all your support. Great uh, board game lover uh, and lover of all things uh, nerd and geek. He he's loving some COD. He does love season five. I know that. And he it's loves. A good uh, he, I mean, he mixes it up. He plays all kinds of different games on there. So if you want to hit him up, go for it. Uh, but thank you very much, Rob, for all your support. All right, that does it for our Patreon subscribers. Uh, one big group round of applause along with Rob's round of applause, too. All right, guys, and also, if you want to be a Patreon subscriber but not quite the producer level, don't worry. We have awesome tiers for you. We'll give you a T-shirt. We'll give you a hoodie. Uh, we'll give you stickers, and we'll give you uh, much more. we got things coming in the works uh, that we promised last episode and i'm going to keep on promising till we can unveil them yeah can't wait for the merch store i mm-hmm. cannot wait we're working on some designs so if uh, as patreons if you've got some d- design ideas shoot them up to us that'd yeah, be cool on twitter at galactic dads what do you want the galactic dad logo on also uh i think we're working on something else even cooler uh might feel like you're at a con if you're into lithographs so stay tuned for that as well uh, but honestly, guys, no matter where you're listening to us, we appreciate you as well, just as the everyday listener. Uh, again, hit that like button, that share button, uh, subscribe, rate, review if you're so kind, or just tell your friends about us. Let them know that you enjoy the show as much as we enjoy doing the show for you and appreciate you for listening. So as we say these cheers and finish these beers, we want to thank you guys all for listening. Um, definitely, definitely do that like, rate, review. Check out the Patreon if you're interested. Check out those bonus exclusive episodes and much more. That, and uh, be ready to get your hands on some sweet Galactic Dads merch. But till next episode, we thank you guys for listening and keep on doing the dad thing. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers.